Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is. I, I don't even know what I am today, Steve. <laughs> You're a good man. Larry. You're a I'm good Larry. Man. I'll be Larry. I'll be Larry. I'll be Larry. I'll be Doctor Van Beek. I'll be. I was just thinking of. <laughs> I was thinking of of Sarah Millican when she would do that. What does it smell like? Does it smell like citrus. It smell like orange. 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 Citrus. Orange. <laughs> Oh, very, very funny comedian, folks. I mean, you're on your own discretion, but she is hugely yeah. funny. Um, my friend, we are talking about Second Corinthians 6. Yes, we are. We are. Which means I think that this is almost halfway through, so we're not going to finish it by Christmas as I had hoped. Hmm. Well, well, we'll leave them with a cliffhanger. Whoops. I have lost your mic. I can't hear you at all. Larry is talking, folks, but I can't hear him. <laughs> now he's Gosh. back. There he goes. Okay, I can hear him now. Okay, good. Oh, no, we're not going to go through that again, are we, no, Steve? No, 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 we're not going to go through that. You know what I've got to do? I'm going to, I'm just going to minimize for a second and make sure I'm, I'm connected to the right one. And I'm connected to the right one because I can connect to two or three different ones. And they're all crappy. <laughs> I was going to say, what? There's choice in the north? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can spend $250 a month for, for limited. <laughs> and $300 a month for mostly limited. <laughs> mostly, yes, yes. The unlimited, the old, the old uh, MTS unlimited Manitoba telephone system. <laughs> yeah. Where they would give me 15 gig and then just slow it right down to <laughs> just a crawl. Dial up speed. Yeah, and I say, can I buy more? You cannot because you have unlimited. Yeah, you don't understand unlimited, do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was there an asterisk after that unlimited? Because it feels like there was. Uh, well, was anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we are talking about Second Corinthians 6. Anything that we should yes, introduce it with or is it all good just the way it is? You know, I didn't read it beforehand, Stephen, and so I, <laughs> I, I think we should just go ahead and see what happens. <laughs> Let's just jump right in, yes. <laughs> as, as is our way. Um, so 2 Corinthians 6, verse 1, as God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. In the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Do you not feel like you're you're reading Hebrews right now? Yeah, really true. Yeah, yeah. It just it just feels like a, a like a straight take out of out of the book of Hebrews. Anyway, all that he's all that he's saying, of course, is um, is is don't waste this grace that God has given you. Mm. Don't waste this favor. Mm. Um, now is now is the day. Now is the day of salvation. Yeah. And remember, he's talking to Christians. So he's not he's not saying now is the day of salvation, you know, for the world, even though that's always a big part of it. Really, what he's saying is, um, is he's here for you. He's, he's going to save you from this thing that you're going through. And, and he's going to turn around because this salvation is going to apply directly to his own hardships. Oh, hmm. this week, you and I could feel like we could identify with this. <laughs> we can. Except my hardships are kind of sucky hardships. That's that's the problem that I have. Don't don't sell them short. Don't sell them short. But yeah. No, 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 because you know. Oh, we're not allowed to say first world problems anymore. That's another thing that they said we're not allowed to say. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know why that's offensive, and I don't know who that offends, but somebody. somebody <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the ones they gave us this week, Steve, uh, tone deaf, you're not allowed to say, blindsided, you're not allowed to say, you can't say cakewalk, no, or sell down the river. Now, cakewalk actually makes sense because it was something they did with slaves. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they would dance and they would give them a cake at the end to the winner or something. Oh, I, I can't remember how it goes, but it was it was something kind of dumb, yeah. according to the people that say we can't say it. Yeah. Um, and and so so those were a few that, that you can't say again. But that with that last one, I, they're the first one. I, I it really throws me off. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> okay. Well, this is this is your time, right, folks? Those who are yeah. saved, take advantage of of this grace that God has given you. Yeah. Okay. Picking it up at verse three, we put no stumbling block in anyone's path, so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather. No. So let me just stop you just for a second. You yeah. remember that that Paul all the way through this book is defending his ministry. So what he's trying to say to them is is these guys are saying that I'm a fraud and that they've brought letters of commendation. Remember that from before? I don't need letters of commendation. You are my letter. I would go to you for a letter of commendation. So why are why are you expecting this from me? Right. And now he's saying he's saying, We have been so careful not to be a stumbling block to you. And you remember Paul worked for his money for ministry. Mm-hmm. And hence, hence uh, churches like the uh, the Brethren Church and stuff feel that ministers should not be paid. They should have their own jobs and and then minister that way. And um, you know, you know, usually it creates you know, you know, kind of a lesser level of <laughs> no one won't say anything because <laughs> uh, they don't have any time to study the scriptures because they're working. They, they, don't, they don't do a very good job. <laughs> oh, that was very nice of you, Larry. That was very kind. <laughs> you, you, you say you'll never discredit anybody on this podcast. You, know, you don't even discredit the Jehovah's Witnesses, but you go after. And of course, of course, I went after the brethren. Um, uh, one of my girlfriends, way, way back, way back, like you know, way before I met my true love. <laughs> <laughs> Who I would die for and take a bullet for. Yes, yes. Um, her parents were brethren. They were they were Plymouth brethren, and they were what they called open brethren rather than closed. Right. But um, but I worked with a guy who was brethren, and I didn't like him at all. And that, so that's why I made the brethren comment, Steve. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So, but what Paul's saying is here is as we do not want our ministry be to be discredited, and in other places he said, "I've never taken anything from you. You know, I've always worked for everything I've got." Um, the Philippian church actually provided for me at times, and I haven't taken anything that had nothing to do with this piece, but, and I've not taken anything from anybody else. Yeah. And, um, and when he raised money, he gave it to others. He didn't use it for himself. Yeah. So yeah. that's a, it's kind of a critical thing that, that he did work for a living and he was a tent maker and he made tents and, um, I don't know, other, other things like, I don't know, clothing for people <laughs> i don't know what else he did <laughs> little, little dog coats maybe i don't know booties <laughs> for the dogs and yeah. things like that yeah. Yeah. so so that's what he did but now we're on verse four and I'm, i yacked it up there sorry no no it's all good it was fantastic uh rather as servants of god we commend ourselves in every way in great endurance in troubles and hardships and distresses in beatings, imprisonments, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love, in truthful speech, 
speech and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making rich, having nothing, yet making, yet making many rich, sorry, having nothing, and yet possessing everything. We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians, and opened wide our hearts to you. We are not withholding our affection from you, but you are withholding yours from us. As a fair exchange, I speak as to my children. Open wide your hearts also. Isn't that something, Steve? Um, can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you, you broke down there for a little bit and then... But but it's something he he just throws he just just throws it all in here, yeah. you know, um, talking about his his hardships and his distress, talking about his beatings and imprisonments, and you remember in um, in First Corinthians I think he talks about this same stuff, hmm. and he he says you know the super apostles you know they're they're talking about them speaking in tongues. Well, why don't I talk about my beatings hmm. and that I've suffered for Jesus? And he brings it up here again. He says, he says, you know, we, I've been beaten, I've been imprisoned, I've been in riots, I've worked sleepless nights in hunger, right? All of this stuff has been happening to me, and yet I've been pure and patient and kind. Hmm. And the Holy Spirit's been with me, and we, we, we actually love you. Hmm. You know, I don't know what those people in your church are saying, but we really do love you, and we've been honest in all the things we say. And here he says, in the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness. And he says that in other places. He said, I haven't come with, with fancy words. Right. Right? I, but what we've come with is an actual demonstration of the Spirit. Mm, mm, mm. That's and that's how you know we're real. Yeah, very interesting point, eh? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, one of the Greek orders, and I was trying to think of who it was, but I can't remember. And he, he starts off by saying... Yeah, I'm, I'm just a guy, I'm just a normal guy, and I'm, I'm not a person of great words. And then he goes into this incredible speech, like just, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Paul, Paul actually, remember, he is, he's probably better educated than most of the people of his day. Right. Right. Remember at one point, the guy says, Paul, your great learning has driven you mad. Yeah, that was King and, Agrippa, right, wasn't it? Yeah, in Acts. Yeah, it's great. Well done. In in well done, my 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 student Steve. I don't know if you're like you can't say your young you can't say your young apprentice because I don't qualify. Yes, there yes, yes. My acolyte. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt so stupid after I said well done. I should have said thanks, Steve, for bringing that up. Right? Yeah. And but but then then Paul um, Paul says, well, you know, I, I wish you people were just as I, except for these chains. And uh, and that's that's a little bit after this, and he says through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine. We've been we're genuine. They've, you've treated us, or they've treated us as imposters. People have treated us as imposters. Yeah. You know, we're known, but we're not known. And then we're dying. I don't. Isn't that something? We're dying, and yet we live. We're beaten, and yet we're not killed. I don't know how he even moved from day to day after the beatings that he took. Yeah. Yeah, you remember I fell down when I fell down last week. For a week, I thought, I, I don't know how people how Paul did this stuff. I can't even get get up. Yeah, you know, and and I barely hurt myself. And people, I mean, I mean, stones across the face and stones in the head and stones in the ribs. 
He's very conscious of the ribs right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> broken legs, broken legs, broken bones. They, they thought he was dead one time when they left him. Right. And remember, we always get that idea. He just stood up afterwards, yeah. you know, like Die Hard. And, brushed and, himself and, off. <laughs> brushed himself off like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Pulled the arrow out like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name Sylvester Stallone, you know, yeah. pulled the arrow out and just kept on going. Not, not, doesn't happen in real life. Yes. In real life, you know, you're hospitalized for weeks or months until you can start to move again. Yeah. yeah. And Christian people are looking after you. Yeah. And you're completely disabled until, until, you know, you get some strength back in your body. Like on a, on a personal level, you can imagine just how hurt he was that he suffered all this and yet they would accuse him of something that, that wasn't true. Yeah, yeah. I would be very angry. Yeah. But remember, we, we've, you and I have talked about this before, Steve. Um, I would say I, I, I'd wash my hands. I'd, I'd kick the dust off my feet. I'd leave those ingrates, yeah. uh, these ungrateful people. There's no way I'd waste my time on them. But my father-in-law had people like this in his church. Mm. And God said, you have to stay. You can't leave. Mm. You've got to keep ministering to these people. You know, and some of them invited him over later on. They would invite him over. You should come, you know, to our church thing. You should come, you know, for coffee with us and stuff like that. My brother George, when that happened to him, and some guys that, that treated him poorly said, hey, George, you should come out. And he says, you know, let me go get my uh, my French my French toed shoes, and, and I'll come back because I am going to beat you up. <laughs> he, he said many things, and I can't really... I can't give you the full expression of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but the gist of it is, the gist of it is there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So anyway, so he says that, and then he says, "We've spoken freely." Yeah. Sorry. We've opened our hearts to you. We have not withheld anything. Can he's broken here, isn't he? Yeah. I have not withheld anything from you. You're 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 my you're my children for crying out loud. Yeah. You know. Open wide your hearts. So this is this is like a person on the verge of tears. Yeah. Wow. And then for some reason he starts talking about idolatry. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows why they do what they do? That's right. That's right. Maybe he put the pen down at this point and then came back to it like two days later and said, "Oh right, idolatry." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I guess described it. You know, hey, do you want to get back to this or what? Um, but anyway. Yeah, and he, and he starts off by saying, you know, don't eat eggs with the unbelievers. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> Verse fourteen, folks, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. <laughs> For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what do fellowship can, or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ, Christ and Bial? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are a temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And, and Stephen, I don't know what to say about this. <clears throat> um, I, I fully know what's being said here. But in our day and age, I don't know if we can say it. Um, because really he's saying, you know, yoke is, is, you know, you have two oxen and they're, they're tied together with a yoke. Yep. 
And so if one is different than the other, they can't, they can't pull the plow properly. It's that kind of an image. Yep. Um, and then he says, righteousness and wickedness can't be together. Light and darkness can't be together. You can't have fellowship between Christ and Belial. Belial. Or, or, or what do you have in common with an unbeliever? <clears throat> and, and to me, I was always taught this, and I, I can't get past it. I don't know what else it can mean other than, than um, you don't go into business with, with uh, non-Christian people. Christian people don't marry non-Christian people. And we know lots of situations where, you know, two, the two have gotten married and the one has come to Christ and it's all been great. And, and they would probably anecdotally say, hey, it all worked out. You know, it's all been good. But the passage, the passage strongly suggests that you can't do this. And, and I don't know where else to go with it. I'd like to, I'd like to say it actually means something else altogether. You know, and I, I, can, I can do this. It's not a big deal. Um, but it, it's sort of, it's sort of don't tie yourself, um, to unbelievers really. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Steve. I, I'd like to, I'd like to say that's not what it's saying because, you know, I want to, are you getting that too? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll live among them and walk with them and they're going to be my people. And you know what? We are a light to those around us, right? Like yeah. we are a light. Yeah. We're, it's not saying, avoid these people altogether it's not saying that because you gotta you gotta be around them if you're going to bring christ to them yeah but it's saying you know i i really think it's saying you know don't go into business with them don't marry them don't 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 tie yourself in that tightly yeah and and this is really and you can kind of see that that feeling of them being included in that sort of those promises to israel right like come out from them be separate you know touch no unclean thing i will receive you you're you're grafted in you know that whole that thought just kind of comes to mind seeing that yeah 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 so you know maybe you know maybe if uh if if you fall in love with a person that's that's not a christian you go yeah we're gonna have to hold off on this you know now mind you if they got a lot of money then <laughs> that might change things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first time you marry for love the second time you marry for money you know all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and christians are just are the the christian rate of divorce is of course equal to that of of yeah. the unsaved world yeah it's absolutely the same isn't it that's right yeah yeah we're just 10 years behind pretty much anything they do it takes us about 10 years before we can figure out how the scripture can fit into that and do it ourselves <laughs> And we totally do that, Stephen. We yeah, totally, totally do that. True. And we all do it. Yeah. We all do it. Yeah. So, and it's it's really not supposed to be done. Yeah. So come out and be separate, right? Yeah. And of course, if you're in Revelation, you know, memory says come out from her and be separate from her. Yeah. And a lot of people said that was the Catholic Church, which I totally disagree with. Um, but, but those were the feelings at the time. Right. And he says, I'm going to be your father and you're going to be my sons and daughters. So he really says, he really, I almost want to say unfortunately, but maybe that's the wrong thing to say. He really says when it comes to these really close relationships, Christians need to be with Christians. Yeah. 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 That Freaks is, me out a little. Yeah. Well, but it is what it is, right? It, it's very clear. It's, yeah. It, it actually is quite clear. So I guess I'll just leave it at that and say, you know, um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Folks, um, 
Lair, thank you for that. That, that was a fantastic. I mean, like you said, there's such a switch in between these two these two paragraphs. But but you can you can feel for Paul, and then Paul just is so um, cares about them that he you know he still is appealing to them to not um, lose lose sight of where, where their salvation is. So that maybe this is why he's talking about adultery right here and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, folks, we so appreciate you joining us on this. You know, we, we've been doing this through the thick and thin of our of our own lives and kind of, you know, <laughs> the good things and bad things that have gone on in our own lives. And we so appreciate that you've joined us on this. Sometimes the podcast has been the thing that has caused us to just stop and pause and reflect. And sometimes it's been the thing that's calmed us down for a few minutes and then we've gone right back to being angry again. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we're, we're thankful that you join us and we'll be back next week. I think it's we probably got what do we have two weeks left before you go there or one week uh i'm i'm two two i think yeah two okay. so yeah. two weeks and then and then folks will be off for probably three to five weeks somewhere in there we'll see how it goes and then we'll be back and we'll call it season four and we'll do all sorts of fun things around that but anyway yeah. thank you for joining us we'll see you next week on the apocalypse